I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Instant Reaction Podcast, HawkeyeNation.com. Andrew Downs with you here. We don't have a game to react to, so... I will do an instant reaction to the news that just broke here on a Tuesday morning that Obi Toppin is the AP Player of the Year in college basketball, not Luca Garza. Toppin with 34 votes of the 65 ballots, Garza with 24. So not a an exceedingly close race, as it turns out. Um, this is disappointing. Um, it's maddening at times. Uh, see a lot of people upset on Twitter, clearly, locally, and within Hawkeye Nation. Uh, this is not the the result that we thought should happen, I guess. Um, I saw Rob Howe tweet that this is the result he expected. I, th- I think a lot of other people probably expected that. When Toppin was the only unanimous first-team All-America player, uh, that, that probably signaled something. But Garza has been named the the National Player of the Year by uh, several outlets, including ESPN, Bleacher Report, uh, The Athletic, Jeff Goodman at Stadium, uh, The Sporting News, among others, had had all picked Luca Garza as the Player of the Year in college basketball, obviously the Big Ten Player of the Year. And, you know, nothing to be ashamed of if you're Luca Garza, clearly. Um, he had a great season. And he's a consensus All-American, the first at Iowa in a long, long time. He's broken records and done things that none of us expected him to do. But it would have been nice to get this national recognition from the AP. Now, there is still the Wooden Award and the Naismith Award. Um, but I guess at this point, I'd be surprised if if Luca's name comes out on top of either of those. Look, Toppin's a good player. He is, and, and he's probably got a good NBA career coming. He averaged 20 points and 7.5 rebounds for Dayton. And I think the biggest thing is Dayton was 29-2. and They were lined up to be a one seed in the NCAA tournament. They were 18-0 and in conference. And that probably more than anything uh, put him ahead. I think the dunks and the flashiness uh, certainly was part of it. To take a team like Dayton and put them on the national stage was was certainly part of it as well. Had Iowa fared better in the final couple weeks of the season uh, and made a run at the the Big Ten Championship or gotten the top four, could this have been different possibly if Iowa has a chance to play in the Big Ten tournament or in the NCAA tournament? Does this affect things? I, I think probably so, but that that's a lot of what-ifs. Uh, and, and in sports, especially in 2020, 
there's just going to be a lot of what ifs. And this is a big one. Uh, it's it's too bad. Garza, if you, if you haven't, if you don't follow Frank Garza on Twitter, you certainly should. Uh, he's been posting videos of of Luca working out, and you see what what brought this kid to the stage he's on now. And it's it's purely hard work, and that's such a cool thing to see. It's so such a it's you just respect him so much. He averaged 23.9 points, 9.8 rebounds, 26 points in Big Ten play, and scored at least 20 points in his final 16 games. Certainly would have extended that streak, uh, depending on how long Iowa's season uh, was was to go. I like to think Iowa would still be playing. They would have won over the weekend to get into the Sweet 16, and we'd be looking at a Thursday or Friday matchup uh, with a, a, a good team to try to get to the Elite Eight. This sucks, though. I mean, you know, it, it just it does. It's too bad. Um, I really kind of wanted the the celebration that would have happened here uh, for Luca Garza. Look, he's he put up better numbers in a better conference against better competition. Those things are certainly true. There's there's no way to debate those things, right? Numbers are numbers. In a Big Ten this year, with the level of big man that was in that league. For Garza to not just dominate, but to do it every night, every game. You just chalked him up for 20 and 10, 25 and, and 8, you know, 23 and 12. He put it up every night, 44 against Michigan, 30 a couple of times, hitting threes. He's not the best defensive player on the planet. No. But he's a dominant basketball player. And he did hold, I, I think Scott Docterman had the stat, he outscored the other the, the centers he played against by 15 points per game in the Big Ten. So while he may not be a dominant defensive player, he certainly worked within the system well enough to hold those other guys many times below their season averages while still doing what he did night in and night out. We can shout at clouds all we want. It's not going to change the fact that Luca Garza is not the AP National Player of the Year. He is a consensus All-American, and that's that's a really cool thing, uh, and that's a uh, you know something we should be happy about. Something we should uh, we should celebrate for sure, and hopefully, for our sake, this spurs him to come back next year, prove that he is this kind of player. This wasn't a fluke season or anything. And to, you know, bring bring this team to another level. Uh, I saw ESPN's two early top 25 had Iowa as the seventh team in the country. Uh, I've seen several people say that Iowa should be, if not the favorite, one of the favorites in the Big Ten next season with everything they have coming back. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It'll be interesting to see what Luca Garza decides now that... Uh, decisions are are being made. 
We saw Daniel Oturo declare for the 2020 NBA draft yesterday. Uh, this morning, Tyrese Halliburton from Iowa State declared for the NBA draft. So this is starting to happen. I expect to see a decision one way or the other, I guess, from, from Luka Garza here relatively soon. So, you know, not not the best, but hey. Things are worse, right? There, there, there are worse things in the world, like being stuck at home all the time. Um, how you doing? You all right? You handling this okay? You taking care of yourselves and your families and you being safe and healthy? I hope so. I'm trying. This is difficult. We're in now week two of this quarantine where I'm still able to go to work, so that that's a great thing for me. Um, I work from home all morning start the homeschool day with my my son as my wife gets her kind of job her work day rolling I come into the uh, radio station in the afternoon to to do the Murph and Andy show and head back home and um it hasn't been super easy but you know we're we're making do just like everybody else uh but we're all in this together so you know hopefully this gives you a little bit of an outlet uh, Rob and I will certainly get back together and, and do a Hawkeye Nation podcast. I know Rob is planning to do a mailbag podcast tomorrow, so tweet him your uh, your questions, and uh, let's just stick together through this, and, and we'll get through it. Some cool news today for Iowa. Uh, Spencer Lee named the most dominant wrestler in Division One by the NCAA. I love that that's what they, they call their MVP award, uh, most dominant wrestler. So Lee edged Mark Hall of Penn State and Pat Glory of Princeton to uh, to get that. And and a, a cool award for Spencer Lee, who also got screwed out of some cool accolades uh, this season, you know, being the a three-time, going on four-time NCAA champion. Um, the Olympic trials have obviously been been pushed back because the Olympics have now been suspended. So that that's cool. For Spencer Lee again, stay tuned to HawkeyeNation.com and, and here to the podcast feed. We will uh, we'll keep pumping things out as as we can. Luca Garza, hopefully, we'll be back next season to uh, to have another dominant season, continuous streak of twenty point games, challenge Roy Marble for the all time scoring list in Iowa history, and break a bunch of records and and take this team to heights that we haven't seen now in a couple of decades. That's it for me. I hope you're all doing well. Go Hawks.